Good morning. This is Paul Donovan, Chief Economist at UBS Global Wealth Management. It's 5.30 in the morning London time on Thursday the 12th of May. The United States consumer price inflation data was packed full of interesting detail, which has tended to get lost in the blunt announcements of the headlines. Though the blunt detail is that consumer price inflation is coming down exactly where it is expected to come down. The first point is that the April US consumer price inflation should kill off the idea of stagflation. Stagflation occurs when prices behave perversely. That is to say, the price of something goes up even as the demand for that item goes down. This sort of behaviour is a signal of some serious issues in the economy and it requires dramatic policy responses. However, Stagflation is seen at a micro level, on a product-by-product basis. It is perfectly possible that the price of apples rises as demand for oranges falls, and while that might raise inflation and lower GDP, it does not represent the full-scale economic problems that stagflation signals. In yesterday's data, inflation moderated, or in some cases turned into outright deflation, in those areas where demand has been weakening. In other words, US consumer price inflation is exhibiting perfectly normal behaviour and nothing like stagflation. Of course, yesterday's consumer price inflation data also showed that rising demand will increase prices. Airfares, which simply roared ahead, are a good example. This is a pattern of behaviour that is coming up elsewhere. UK credit card data this week showed that people are cutting back on spending as demand destruction arises from the higher oil prices, but they're also willing to spend more on having fun in the form of travel. The US consumer price data seems to be part of this trend. Demand for travel is up, so the price of airfares is up more than oil costs alone would justify. There are implications here. If people are willing to spend more on travel now, that they are free of the COVID restrictions, they will have even less money to spend on other goods and services. Demand destruction in some other sectors could be more severe, and the deflation trends in things like televisions and other consumer durable goods may become even more acute. This is not a normal response to an oil price shock, and again, it is a reminder that we should be careful about relying on the past to serve as a guide to current consumer behaviour. We live in interesting times. We do not live in normal times. It's worth remembering this as we contemplate the US producer price inflation numbers that will be released today. Meanwhile, Bitcoin and other crypto have continued to collapse. Were these things currencies, which of course they are not, this would constitute a significant hyperinflation episode. What matters economically is that this does look a little like a bubble bursting, and bursting bubbles do have real economic implications. As with all bubbles, the hype around crypto transferred wealth from crypto buyers to crypto sellers. That's what happened in the past. The loss of wealth of those crypto buyers might have an economic effect, but while there are bound to be stories of personal tragedies, Crypto is not held widely enough to matter in a macroeconomic sense. In addition, the more sensible holders of crypto will have regarded it as a speculative gamble and not as an investment, which blunts negative wealth effects. 
On the calendar ahead, we have US producer price inflation for April. The Fed is focused on consumer price inflation because that's where the politics is focused. But producer prices will still have some market impact. The UK has another attempt at guessing first quarter GDP. This data is before the effects of the tax grab and the energy price increase on the UK economy. There are more ECB speakers as markets focus on the prospects of a July rate increase. That's all for today. Have a good day. UBS Chief Investment Office's investment views are prepared and published by the Global Wealth Management Business of UBS AG or its affiliate, UBS. This material has no regard to the specific investment objectives, financial situation, or particular needs of any specific recipient and is published for informational purposes only. As a firm providing wealth management services to clients globally, UBS AG and its subsidiaries offer both investment advisory services and brokerage services. Investment advisory services and brokerage services are separate and distinct, differ in material ways and are governed by different laws and separate arrangements. In the USA, UBS Financial Services Inc. is a subsidiary of UBS AG and a member of FINRA SIPC. For information, please visit our website at UBS.com forward slash working with us. For a full legal disclaimer applicable to the independent investment views produced by UBS, please visit our website at ubs.com forward slash CIO disclaimer.